with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Good day, everyone. Thank you, listeners, for joining me. This is Echo Wiley. I'm your Monday morning host for After 9. I hope you're having a happy new year, just to say, put that out there. And uh, we're bringing in the new year with the lovely councilwoman, Susan Scott. Uh, I appreciate her knowledge and wisdom and she's always been a very wonderful calming influence i find so i'm very happy new year thank you thank you so much to you as well um yeah so today what we're going to be talking about amongst other things is the epiphany i'm really um stoked to be talking about this because i believe it is an important important part of our um christmas and holiday season that some of us tend to overlook it's an interesting time and uh in my cursory reading, I discovered that, you know, Epiphany goes by various names in different cultures. Truly. Uh, Little Christmas is what I grew up with, uh, coming from Edmonton and a, and a strong Ukrainian community. Three Kings Day or Twelfth Night. Yes. They all remain the official end of the season's 12 days of Christmas. That's right. So there you go. If anyone was wondering what it was that you were supposed to, uh, when it was you were supposed to take down your Christmas decorations, well, now you've got the answer. The 6th of January, Epiphany. Taking down the tree is the easy part, but what do you do with those 12 drummers drumming, 11 pipers (laughs) piping? I mean, you got to fit them all in a closet somewhere. (laughs) Correct. I would suggest Home Depot for those nice big black carts or uh, cases with the yellow tops <laughs> they stack very nicely but uh yeah it's it's quite an interesting uh, holiday it's uh, a story basically of the northern star and the three wise men as it's in celebration well, of their and travels and following the stars which is something that i love to do is fits in with my faith which i call myself a united buddhist uh methodist <laughs> I don't know what the heck I am. I'm just a, a, a person of faith, and that makes me happy. And we certainly learned uh, in December that there are um, some spectacular events when planets align. Oh, truly. And create, air quotes, the Bethlehem star. Mm-hmm. And that's... <coughs> Excuse me. That's traced way back. Yes. Yes. And and we were lucky enough to have, have it this year for the first time in, in 800 years, or do you know how long Well, it it's was, not or? the first time. It's oh, just okay. the first visible time. Ah. Oh, Other there times, go. there's been so much uh, cloud in the sky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I I had never even heard of them aligning like that for, for even when there was cloud. But that's that's totally awesome. So basically, what's uh, what's the story of of the epiphany for us? Well, there were three. My my dad, if he was sitting here, would talk about the wise guys, <laughs> you know. But uh, three gentlemen, and uh, for those that uh, enjoy reading. There is uh, a story about Artaban, who was considered to be the fourth wise man, who had a pearl of great price. And Artaban, on his journey, got separated from his comrades, and he traded that pearl to provide for the needs of uh, the disenfranchised along his way, Mm -hmm. and um, arrived in time for the crucifixion. 
Oh boy, hey. very different story. Yes, yes. Yeah. There is there is times where they celebrate the um, all three of the events: the birth, the baptism, and the crucifixion mm-hmm. are all brought to light within this day, the sixth of January. It's a it's a big period, you know. There's uh, I did some uh, some lining up for my for my own brain. Uh, the Christmas season, of course. December 25th, we all remember that day. And then there's the naming of the child. And then we go on into this season of Epiphany where we have the baptism and we start to unfold the story. Now, the interesting part of unfolding the story is not a lot of that period of, of, of Christ's life whether you believe in him or not, not a lot of that period is documented. Um, <clears throat> there's a book that I quite enjoyed, and it's called Christ the Lord. And it's um, it was written by Anne Rice. Oh, really? And she did very high-level, or, or very, sorry, not high-level, but a very in-depth research and wrote a tale of what it would have been like for him as a small child up through his period of understanding mm-hmm. who he is. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's got some interesting imagery in it. No doubt. But very true to the, the times and what people would have been experiencing and how they lived. Yeah. A different, a different take, I think, than, the, uh, than what we traditionally see as scripture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, the Catholic and Protestant churches emphasize the visit of the Magi, the three wise men, when they celebrate the Epiphany. The Eastern Orthodox Church focuses on Jesus' baptism, and Epiphany is one of the oldest Christian feasts. It was, it was celebrated since the end of the second century when the Christmas holiday was established. And today we remember their adoration of the child and their offering of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The word epiphany means to manifest or show forth. So now we look around the the world. Let's look at England. In England, epiphany or twelfth night was the last opportunity to make merry before the return to the usual toil of the workaday world. The traditional Yule log was kept lit until twelfth night in order to keep in order to bring blessings and good fortune throughout the upcoming year. And as I mentioned earlier, that favorite Christmas carol talks about gifts of partridges and French hands and so on. In Germany, children go from house to house on Epiphany Eve, singing carols and chalking the year and the initials KMB, and that's the initials of the three kings, near the entrance of each home. The festive Three Kings Cake is also served that night to celebrate the occasion. 
which is uh, traditionally it's a round cake I had read somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because my grandmother always had a bunt cake every year. (laughs) And I had no idea that these were were things that were so important uh, to us all in whether you see it as a scripture, as you said, or whether you see it as a guide fable, the story runs so deep with uh, the three kings meeting Herod and and letting into him that there was a new king of, of the Jews and such. All of a sudden, it's it, this gentleman, he manipulated these guys and they had a terrible time in the story of the, the fear, evil that he, is powerful, he brought it? yeah and the the terrible wrath i mean it's almost a, it's, it's trumpian no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know let's let's not get political religious here these are all the things we're not supposed to discuss right but uh mine is a selfish interest as as a as an astrologer is that coming through the mic i wonder alan or is it because we're kind of our headphones we're all adjusting here to our new lovely space that we're at for for the radio station and it's awesome but yeah so maybe touch on that horrible scene there of the loss of life that was caused by by king herod and his ridiculous quest to uh hold on to his crown and throne even though he was dying ah, so how here we go also, to kings and but the and but rulers. these three kings really had their really had their stuff together and they understood what he was about yes yes and they didn't go back to him <clears throat> no they returned home by another way yes yes and i i think that um <clears throat> i th- i think we have to be able to find our own path and my path is, is as a follower of, of this child and man. I think the ability to come alongside people of different traditions is so exciting. Yes, and what this does too is it crosses over all of the different traditions because, I mean, we're talking about people from Yemen, we're talking, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, Armenian folks uh, really celebrate this, actually. They uh, hold the 6th as their Christmas day in Armenia. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, And, and it wasn't until later that gift giving moved back over to the 25th. Mm-hmm. It was generations yeah. that celebrated Epiphany. Yeah, the yeah. the tradition that I that I thought was kind of interesting was in Mexico, uh, they serve the um, La Rocas de Reyes or Three Kings cake uh, on Three Kings Day, and good fortune is bestowed on anyone who's lucky enough to find a figure of the baby Jesus baked in, in inside the cake. Right. And I thought, for a small child, that might be a little creepy. And Yeah, totally. And then uh, another tradition I had read was they put a bean in the cake. Yes. Some of the Middle Eastern countries, they do that. And I thought, oh, that's funny. Who can afford to go buy a little figure? And look at this. My grandmother, she used to put coins. <laughs> And, and, and we in our birthday had, cake. Yeah, so we, I was going to say we always had coins in our birthday it, cake. It was a prize of who got to win something at the. Uh, at in the Puerto Rico, birthday. children fill up a box with grass, for the Magi's camels. Oh wow! And kids in Argentina, Uruguay, and Paraguay, 
they they do this to this day. Wow. So there's the spirit of the ASPCA right there. <laughs> <laughs> so many things develop from these traditional crossovers. And the thing about religion is that all of the religious stories seem to have the same type of um, scape of the the prophet son or or something that's within mm-hmm. the yes. you know Muhammad let's say and, and other religions they all seem to have this same old tale of the parents with the baby child and, and uh, it's just wonderful I I also know that um, from my own experience but also in my reading that that this season of epiphany um, lasts until well this year it's the middle of February and we watch the gospel unfold in that first part mm-hmm. of the gospel. And it's kind of a get-to-know-you season. This morning, I was contemplating how this is not unlike getting to know candidates coming up to an election. Oh, yeah. It's that season of revealing and getting to know who are you, what right. are you about, and what are you going to do? Huh. So not not a direct political connection necessarily, but, but, but a similar kind of season. Yes, yes. And really, our political people are supposed to be our guardians of, of law, order, and the Lord. <laughs> God or energy or whatever we want to put it out there as. So that's, that's, that's really... For sure. Really cool. Really cool. So how are you going to celebrate Three Kings Day? Um... Just the way I would normally, I suppose. I never had, uh, I just am going to read more, inform Mm -hmm. myself, kind of study on it and stay home and love the family and the dogs and do all that stuff that I would normally do and and try to do as much as I can for my fellow citizens. Uh, Put down a, what do you want to call it, a goal. I'm banging on the table, oops. put down a goal to um, just do better for the community and, and everything, because that's what it's all about. It's, um, it's an interesting time, because I know that uh, I, uh, I attend a church here in Prince George, mm-hmm. and like many, many churches, we've moved online. Yes, so. I actually saw one of your online things, but we've <laughs> got to take a quick break here for a sec, Ms. Scott, and we will be right back with more After Nine. Hi, this is The Wolfman. CFISFM's weekly shows dedicated to local musicians are changing on the schedule. Homegrown will now be at 8 p.m. on Saturday, and Homegrown Light will stay at 1 p.m. on Wednesday. Both shows feature music and interviews from local artists performing and recording in our area. Homegrown features a mix of heavier sounds, and Homegrown Light focuses on the softer sounds on the Prince George music scene. Check them out. Homegrown, Saturday night at 8, and Homegrown Light, Wednesday afternoon at 1. Only here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Learn to love your smile again at Der Denture Center. Der Denture Center offers a full range of denture services from partial dentures to complete dentures. Same-day repairs are also available. Der Denture Center is located on the third floor of the Victoria Medical Building with easy elevator access. Come in for a free complimentary consultation. No referral required. For help with your existing set or if you need new, Der Denture Center in the Victoria Medical Building. Call 250-562-6638. At the YMCA, get 
ready to say hello to a brand new year. We're here for your new possibilities, igniting new passions and making new memories together. Join your new active and supportive community today and you will gain access to everything you need to reach your health and fitness goals, including drop-in fitness classes, great weight floor amenities, court sports like basketball and badminton, child minding, and so much more. All included with your membership. Join the YMCA and save $50 with no joiner fee. Visit nbc.ymca.ca to learn more. Forecast from Environment Canada. Cloudy today with periods of snow, wind up to 15K, a high of zero. Clearing tonight, wind from the south at 20, gusting to 40, a low of minus 4 with a wind chill to minus 10. For Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud with periods of snow, gusting south winds continuing, a high of 3 with a wind chill in the morning to minus 9. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Well, here we are again with uh, Susan Scott talking about the Epiphany, which is a interesting and unique time in our history for a lot of cultures and religions. And with with that, there's just so many things that are going on these days with COVID and stress. And, you know, for me, I've been long fighting with a huge government entity, which basically ended my life years ago. But a lot of people are, this is just new to them where they're having their livelihoods swept out from underneath them and, and the pain and the frustration of not knowing and what's going to happen next. It's, it's, it's very uh, disconcerting and very troubling for people. So we're going to maybe talk a little bit about how, you know, what some things that can be maybe done for us to bring our spirit up. What do you think about all that, Susan? Well, as as I was saying, the um, the churches in um, well everywhere moved to more of an online presence. We initially um, engaged wholeheartedly in in my congregation to the idea of spacing people out, and uh, never thought I'd see that much blue painters tape inside of a building, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. We marked out distant. Um, acceptable spaces and we were able to um, use technology it's amazing what you can do with an iPhone oh yeah I I concur to uh, uh, video a service and and put it out there then like so many people we got involved with zoom oh yeah and it was an opportunity to look each other in the face even though we couldn't see each other person to person So now in the blending of all of that, when we were able to go back into the church, we said, you know, it's really important to keep doing the online delivery because there's so many people who by virtue of health or schedule or um or technology fear or well, or but but no I was going into those that that couldn't get to the building oh yes could still connect and it was a they didn't have to be there on a certain day at a certain time because things reside on vehicles like YouTube and Facebook they can go find them and worship in their own time yeah my husband and I attend different churches, different denominations, but we've been able to worship together utilizing these yeah. technologies. Wow, what a um, concept. That's yeah. amazing. Yep. 
What a gathering of understanding. Well, that's that's really cool. See, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> and I hope this isn't Very the reason, odd. but it's certainly been an exciting way yeah. to make something out of it. As people are probably discovering a lot that they can work in a different way than they used to. We were all kind of pigeonholed into this way of doing things and just out of habit, I guess, for so long. Hey, And so many, so, again, so much fear about... If you don't show up at a certain building at a certain time, I'm not going to know what you're doing. Yeah. Except there are lots of ways, ladies and gentlemen, through technology to track what somebody's doing. Oh, absolutely. You betcha. And yeah, I'm sure they have their eyes on a few of them. Well, safety is paramount. Yes. Physical as well as emotional and mental well-being. Truly. Keep people together keep people going forward in whatever fashion and but keeping them safe at the same time yes yes i don't know about you but i've been challenged once or twice about why i wear a mask yeah i don't get into any sort of debate um if you were to walk up to me on the street the my number one answer is i wear a mask to protect you Mm -hmm. and i simply move on that's right. I think that... And then that takes it back to them, so then yes. they have to think, oh, well, maybe it's... Yeah, yeah, it's a very, very interesting concept for for uh, self-realization is happening out here a lot for people these days. And, and uh, frankly, the controversy's been healthy for most part. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. thankful that we're British Columbians. That's the biggest issue for me, is I see, you know, folks struggling in Ontario and especially Alberta and the United States. It's like... They're arguing against their own cause for some reason, yes. and, and at least we seem to be able to be pulling together. I worry a little bit about out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, many people, many uh, institutions, many uh, churches, uh, faith systems have done enormous work towards the idea and, and the ideal of reconciliation yes and by having people out of sight i hope that is not forgotten or or less important well i'm hoping i'm hoping that it will make people realize that since they're being forced to do something that they don't want to do, maybe they'd be a little more relatable to the other people who are trying to reconcile since they maybe haven't really had to reconcile the fact they have to wear a mask. Well, now, how does it feel for those people to have to deal with what they've been dealing with? So so I believe this to be an eye-opening time for us, and, and I would highly encourage people to open books, study uh, go to different uh, websites and look at different things and uh, just get a g- greater understanding of different ways to live your life that, than we've had in the past. Turn to the people you know. Yes. Uh, trust um, of the source that you're using is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think for for like dealing with Bonnie Henry and the the whole issues here in the provinces, we've had such capability to trust 
that her i mean when she stood up there and was crying when she was talking you know breaking into tears but yet still holding her composure while she's talking about these things and she's just so human and uh, frankly she reminds me of you <laughs> Susan, i appreciate that well, she has better shoes oh boy and jewelry <laughs> sorry to say but she's got some pretty nice stuff in handling around our, our own trevor angus uh, bragged on facebook yes. that that uh, she was wearing one of his pieces so that was really lovely I tell you the two things that will raise my blood pressure. Mm. One is the idea that um, that this person who's trying to educate us and keep us safe has to have a personal security detail every single day because of threats on her life. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's uh, The other thing is the absolute anguish that I see in her because there is another enormous health crisis in this province. Truly. That hasn't gone anywhere. No. In fact, no. it's getting worse. No. And that's one reason I wanted to have this show today was to put out there that uh, anybody who does have free time on their hands or who in any way, shape, conform can help. I mean, now would be the time to start uh, coming up with ideas and working towards some kind of healing for, for those who have, uh, I mean, and the way things are going, it could get a lot worse. Folks could end up being in the same position that they've been calling the names of these people who perhaps may have lost their way due to medical malfeasance or or other systems of oppression. I know I sound like I'm, I'll go matrix and go systems of control, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be getting into that on Mondays more often, I'll tell you that. But I'm, I'm just hoping that this is going to be a time where we can can really evolve way more deeply and not I'm stating in the religious factor per se but just as human beings and and uh, more well-rounded people and more understanding and you've touched on the most important thing which is is um focusing more on our commonalities than on our differences exactly exactly and all we can do is hope that that's uh that's going to be the way of the future here well thank you susan this uh been Such really great yeah, well and and i appreciate it so much we're going to take a break and be back with more after nine and we're going to talk to dwight wolf about our upcoming cold snap festival again thank you susan and happy new year happy new year in January, the Alzheimer's Society of BC celebrates Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Everyone is encouraged to learn more about dementia and its stark impact on Canadians. Details are available through their website, alzbc.org. While there, you can also register for their free January webinars or watch previous presentations. The next webinar is Coping with Change on Wednesday, January 13th from 2 to 3. The Alzheimer's Society of BC, bringing you support and information about dementia at alzbc. Org. Discrimination comes in many forms. The perspectives of Canadians matter. Make a difference that will benefit people and communities across Canada. Help us shed light on discrimination. Take five minutes to participate in Statistics Canada's Experiences of Discrimination at Crowdsource Survey. With your participation, the information collected can shape the decisions that will help address discrimination in Canada. Visit statscan.gc.ca slash participate and click the Participate Now button. 
The Prince George Council of Seniors Housing Information Program offers details on available housing for older adults in our city. Amenities offered at each building are listed, such as meals, housekeeping, accessibility, and more. Plus, the program offers assistance in completing safer and BC housing applications, as well as for crisis grants and relocation planning. The Prince George Council of Seniors Housing Information Program. For more information, call 250-552-2820 or stop by the office at 7th and Victoria. If you are affected by dementia, you are not alone. The Alzheimer's Society of BC currently offers tele-support groups for care partners who are caring for someone living with dementia. Interior and Northern BC tele-support groups meet the second Tuesday of each month from 7 to 8 and the third Monday of each month from 2 to 3. For more information or to register, call the First Link Dementia Helpline at 1-800-936-6033 or email info.helpline at alzheimerbc.org. Featuring the people who make things happen in Prince George, you're listening to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hey, hey, here we are back with After 9, Monday morning version, and I'm on the phone with Dwight Wolf, our, uh, one of our own lovely DJs here. I'll call him the lovely DJ, that'll drive him nuts. And um, marketing fellow for Cold Snap Music Festival. Hello, Dwight, how's it going? Great, thanks for having me on today. Hey, thanks for being here, man. I'm having a little. Hard, I'm having a hard time hearing your um, audio, but oh, maybe are you? Uh, okay, um, we've got something going on with our sound system here. Alan's been kind of fighting it. Am I g- crackling and popping? Yeah, but anyways, keep going. Is this echo? Yeah, it sure is, Dwight. Sorry okay. about that. <laughs> so, uh, wow, we got some great news with Cold Snap. Fill us in here. Yeah, we're going ahead, full speed ahead with our program, our festival for 2021, uh, with some substantial changes, of course, because of all of the COVID protocols that are in place. Yeah, but I believe these uh, changes and protocols rock. I'm pretty excited about the uh, concept that you guys are doing. Give us uh, an explanation. Yeah, we've uh, we spent a lot of time researching and understanding um, how we can go ahead and p- produce uh a really exciting, um, engaging festival again this year, um, basically in a virtual environment. So an online-only uh, live streaming event, live streaming um, festival for 2021. Well, that's awesome. That means that everybody who went out and got those brand-new TVs, smart TVs for Christmas, can fire them up and check out the most amazing live festival of music that Prince George has seen, perhaps, eh? That's all. That's exactly right. And anybody around the planet can can uh, check out the uh, performances as well. Exactly. Exactly. That's so exciting. And um, I noticed that most of the artists are from BC. Is that uh, is that correct? That, that's correct. And you know, given the protocols around bringing in international artists and quarantine and such, uh, we just felt it was best that we focus in on. Uh, uh, regional talents and also bring back some favorites from previous years at the festival. Which you certainly have done, holy smokes. Uh, Naomi Shore, Alex Cuba, uh, let me see, Kim Gucci, Saltwater Hank, Rochelle Van Zanten, Maureen Washington, oh my gosh, Danny Bell and his disappointments, just to name a few. Yeah, the list goes on and on. So nine nights of, uh, of uh, presentations of live streaming and at least uh, two artists per night. Plus, we're doing the virtual kids, Cold Snap for Kids concert on Sunday, January 31st as well. 
Oh, excellent, excellent. That, um, are you doing any, I guess there's probably no workshops and training that people can sign up to this year? That might be a little bit of a loss. Well, we're also going to be doing workshops. Again, it will be uh, live streaming. And you can find out all of that information as we get closer to the festival off of our website, coldsnapfestival.com. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I, I love this festival. I, I host the uh, Cold Snap Radio on 1 o'clock Thursdays and Sunday at 7, and I really enjoy just taking it all in. It's amazing. Yes, yes, and again, you've got more artists now to add to your uh, catalog for the Cold Snap Radio Show. I'm certainly excited about that. I'm going to be playing uh, for the next couple of weeks some of the upcoming artists. I'm going to feature them throughout the time, so you need to get me that music for some of them that may be new to the festival this year as soon as you can, Dwight. (laughs) Well, exactly, yeah. 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 So what else has been happening with you? Um, Well, on the the Cold Snap front, it's it's been a very interesting time. Um, You know, we've been patiently watching and listening and understanding all of the health authority and provincial health officer uh, concerns and regulations and kind of meandering through that process to make sure that we've come up with with a, a, a live stream festival that really meets and exceeds the guidelines that are in place. So if there's any concerns out there in the public, um, going to a 100% live stream uh, festival is, is really the best way to go at this point in time. And uh, I should also let people know that the uh, live streaming, there is no cover charge, so there's no charge to watch the live streaming event, the live streaming um, that will happen during the festival. Did you hear that, folks? That means free. We will have Cold Snap Festival free thanks to our wonderful support. Um, how do you call it? The funding people, our sponsors. And uh, I noticed also that. Uh, the Russell Audio Group will be helping, and this must be exciting to add a, a twist of getting us ready for our movie careers here in Prince George to give a bit of practice to all of our teams here. This is a, a wonderful time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so everybody keep the dates in mind. Um, January 29th to February 26th, um, two artists per night starting at 7.30 p.m., and again, the Cold Snap for Kids concert on Sunday, January 31st at 1 p.m. And we will also be presenting uh, instructional daytime workshops that will focus on the magic of making music. And with those, all of those details will be released soon via our website, coldsnapfestival.com. Outstanding. Oh, that's also exciting. Totally. So uh, who are some of the sponsors that have made this possible just to get that out there for, for them and us? Well, that's a good question. I just need to get to, uh, um, we've, we've received very um, strong sponsorship in the past and also this year with the festival from the province of British Columbia, the British Columbia Arts Council, the City of Prince George, the Prince George Community Foundation, and downtown Prince George, just to name a few. Awesome. Well, that's great. And uh, we thank them so much for helping us because, uh, man, oh, man, the, as, as anybody who has been a cold snapper from the past knows, this is the premier British Columbia Music Festival. And uh, thank you guys so much for your hard work bringing it to us and making it uh, all available to us for free. 
Yes. Yeah, no, no charge to watch. That's correct. No charge to watch the live stream um, presentations during the, the nine days of the festival. Excellent. Right on, Dwight. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today and uh, filling us in on all the good stuff you at Prince George Folk Festival Society have been up to to bring us this cold snap. And uh, Happy New Year. Be Thanks well. very much. Thanks very much. Give me a shout anytime. You bet. We will do that. Take care, and uh, we'll be back with more after nine. The Alzheimer's Society of BC's Dementia Friends video series is now available in Cantonese. Learn how you can build a community that is supportive of people living with dementia at alzbc.org. More information and support in Cantonese is also available on the website or by calling the First Link Dementia Hotline at 1-833-674-5007 Monday through Friday from 9 to 4. The Alzheimer's Society of BC at alzbc.org with support now available in Cantonese. Parent Support Services is now running free online parent support circles and grandparents raising grandchildren support circles. These are to replace the in-person circles currently unavailable due to the pandemic. Full details are available at parentsupportbc.ca. To join, call toll-free 1-877-345-9777, extension 100. Free parent support circles and grandparents raising grandchildren support circles. Currently available Monday through Thursday online at parentsupportbc.ca. Seasonal closures at select parks and outdoor civic facilities are now in place. The gate at the entrance to Connaught Hill is closed to traffic. The outdoor public washrooms at Duchess and Clay-Lay-Tenay Memorial Parks are also closed, as is Massage Place Stadium. Motorists are reminded that winter on-street parking restrictions are now in place for residential areas, the downtown, and Priority One roads and hills. Full details on snow removal procedures, park closures, and parking restrictions are available on the city's website at PrinceGeorge.com. Forecast from Environment Canada. Cloudy today with periods of snow, wind up to 15K, a high of zero. Clearing tonight, wind from the south at 20, gusting to 40, a low of minus 4 with a wind chill to minus 10. For Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud with periods of snow, gusting south winds continuing, a high of 3 with a wind chill in the morning to minus 9. Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hey, hey, well, now we are talking about the uh, Cold Snap Music Festival between January 29th and February 6th. Shows are live streaming, they are free, and they run between 7.30 until they end. Hopefully we'll get some encores out of everybody, you never yeah, know, I heard, I heard Dwight say at least two hours each yes, night. Yes, yes. And two acts, so. That, that's a bonus. Yeah. That's and again, they're probably, I would suspect, like, Oh, by the way, my name's Alan Wishart. Yes, I apologize. This is Alan. (laughs) A lot of people apologize for me. That's okay. Um, I suspect they, like a lot of people, are waiting for Friday when the current public health order ends and Bonnie Hill will be making more announcements. Yes. Because then Cold Snap can say, okay, yes, we can go with live venues with X number of people there wouldn't that be super yeah i'm I'm sure that's what they're hoping to get but there's no way of knowing for sure and then that really that's a publicity there's so many people who love live music they're not going to have any problem filling the venues and yeah. everybody's going to get well, to check the cool yeah, well, festival is, out the, the problem is of course they wouldn't have any trouble filling the venues 
but they won't be able to fill venues. We know that right now. There's no, no, no way they're, they're going to be able there's to There's been some shows be, in Vancouver yeah. that have been 50 people, like at the QE I Theater know. and well, things that's like what, that. Um, so. PGSO has been doing. Yes, They've yes, been doing exactly. Four shows a weekend. 50 people per show. Excellent. And it's been doing really well. Yeah, and I'd be interested to get the health tracking on that to prove that there's... Well, really I haven't seen... No I have not heard of any problems, and that's the sort of thing where you would figure that would get a note um, from the health office mm -hmm. about, you know, yes, we got a report of a tracking, we're tracing people from... Uh, PGSO Truly. we have not heard anything at all about that yeah yeah no. which is wonderful I mean and because of our privacy laws that's basically why we seem to be kept in the dark a little bit here anyways and well they can't release any names no, of people for the no, most part or, the or it seems places for that matter yeah. they, uh, well, they're keeping everything so that people well, aren't you know no. bombing and throwing rocks well, I mean no. we don't have the militants Schools. here let's say anytime that there is a an, an, mm -hmm. an incident at a school Mm -hmm. In terms of even just somebody who is being investigated as contact trace. Yeah. They let everybody know this school mm -hmm. has a contact trace or whatever. I have not heard of any outbreaks at any of the schools or anything. So no, there was a there was an outbreak in Surrey, but that's yeah, it but so no, far but I'm in South Surrey. Yeah. Prince George. No, it's who cares we've been about really Surrey? good. <laughs> no. Well, people who live in Surrey yes. and anybody that travels here from yeah. Surrey, I'd be worried. But, about. and again, um, anytime that there's been a problem with uh, one of the assisted living homes or something like that, mm -hmm. they always let you know which one it is. Yeah. They let people know. And, well, airplane flights. Anytime yeah. that they've got a possibility of an airplane flight, they'll let people know if you were on this flight from Vancouver to Prince George on this date, and a lot of times it's even if you were in these rows, mm -hmm. check. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that one of them it was row 5 to row 10 or something yeah. that came in on December which, which 12th. probably so. means, I'm guessing, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say the person involved was in row 7 or 8. <laughs> no, because, you know, they probably figured two or three rows either side of that person yeah. is the, the area. Because Prince George of Vancouver, it's not like an overseas flight where you're going to be getting up and walking around mm -hmm. the cabin. Yeah. You're going to be in your seat. And they probably got the rules now that well, you I have can, to stay in your seat. Yeah. I can say, fortunately, that the majority of the artists are BC artists and yes. will probably be driving, so we don't have to worry about those types be, of yeah. issues. It's very cool. Yeah, I recognized so. a fair number of the names as being from, like, Prince George and this area. Totally. And then, who else was there? Rochelle Van Zant and he's, I believe, Francois Lake. Yeah, and uh, Saltwater Hank, he's... Is the area. Alex Cuba's from around here? Alex Cuba, I believe, is from Smithers. Oh, excellent. So and Saltwater Smithers. Hank is yeah. up in um, the Charlottes, I believe, right now, is wow. where he's who been knows living. Where, who knows where Saltwater is? <laughs> he he's everywhere. He wants. That guy, I'm, I'm just... He, <coughs> he's one of the ones I'm super excited yeah. about. Well, we've got Elijah Quinn, Larissa Shriver. Yeah, some of these names I don't really recognize. Naomi uh, Shore. I looked up, um, who was the second name you gave? Larissa? Uh, Larissa Shriven. Shriven. I looked at her online very quickly at her bio on the Cold Snap site. Mm -hmm. And she's out of the Peace Country. Oh, so excellent. So again, driving distance. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. And I'm also thinking... A lot of these people, a lot of these Mark performers. Mark Perry? Mark Perry's, I believe, the Smithers Terrace area again. Excellent. I suspect a lot of these people may be playing, maybe not acoustic, but you may see a fair number of solo shows. 
could be. I do Just see that. Kim Gucci, Marcel Gagnon, yeah. Uh, Mer- yeah, if- Marin Patino. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Paris and Jason Romero are, are yeah. returning, which is going to be awesome. And of yeah. course, Saltwater Hank. But I believe he's with. Uh, he plays a lot with Danny and with Danny Bell. Yeah. And his yeah. I still. I did the interview with Danny a couple of weeks ago when the new album came out. Oh, good, good. And. I have to laugh every time I had to say the name of his group, <laughs> Danny Bell and his disappointment. And I asked him about that, and he said, "I w- we were I was I wanted to call it just Danny Bell and the disappointments, but one of the band members suggested calling it his, his disappointments. Dis- yeah, that's, that's make it such more a, personal. Yeah, yeah, it's such a cool twist on that. And yeah. Rochelle Rochelle Van Zanten is amazing oh, as yes. well. I just love her stuff and Blue Moon Marquee, of course, mm-hmm. and Maureen Washington, yes. who is out of Vancouver, out of Vancouver but Vancouver is a Prince now, George she's person. From Prince George yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, so she's coming back. Totally. And then there's oh, this looks wonderful. Kelsey and Bella Rain Abraham. Yeah, the picture on the website. Very, I didn't get a chance to actually look at that one. Looks like there's going to be some dancing going. That's on That's what there I was thinking. Too. Was yeah. looking just at the website. That looked like it was uh, traditional dancing. Truly, First Nations dancing. Absolutely. I don't know for sure what kind. Oh, I'm pretty confident it'll be some uh, tunes yeah. in behind there. Maybe it's got a so. backup band. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing is one of those people could be the singer and the other one could be a dancer mm-hmm. and the other thing I'm wondering that if that they might be able to do even if they just got the smaller audience was I know talking with Teresa Saunders from PGSO um, she said the concerts they'd pre- presented already with the 50 people they did them in the round oh like they had the audience basically all around and I'm thinking that might not be a a bad way to, although I guess if you've only got a single performer on stage, doing it in the round is kind of weird. When you're doing an Maybe. orchestra, it's not that bad because if you're sitting across from where you normally would be, you now get a chance to actually watch Michael Hall, the conductor. Yes. Instead of just seeing his back. Correct, correct. So. I've been to a couple of concerts that did that. Um, yeah. Oh, geez, who was it? I think it was the Rolling Stones did that mm-hmm. once down at theirs in Vancouver. And then Alice Cooper kind of... Oh here in town instead of having the long way in the CN Center mm-hmm. he played in the middle on the side okay. on like the uh, th- those seats up there I, they're by the sound booth and stuff yeah. for the hockey games up top he put his stage right there so that it opened up the floor to a bigger mm-hmm. space for people yeah. and you got that whole kind of uh, closer yeah. you weren't as far away from the stage in a nosebleed seat per se it was yeah. it was awesome Well, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to take a break, and we will be back with more after nine. Construction is underway on the expansion of the mausoleum at Memorial Park Cemetery. Construction of this new facility will require periodic disruption of access to the mausoleum. To keep informed about the project and possible facility closures or hour changes, subscribe to Facilities, Updates, and Closures at princegeorge.ca. Further information and details about the Mausoleum Phase 2 expansion can also be found on the city's website. The expansion of the Mausoleum is expected to be completed by early next year. 
Students who would like to study in Canada are facing uncertainty due to travel restrictions. Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship Canada has responded with three new measures on post-secondary work permit eligibility. Students can now study online from abroad until April 30th with no time deduction from their work permit. Current students can complete their program online from abroad and multiple programs can be combined to qualify for a future work permit. Full details are available at post-secondary institution websites and through the immigration News link at Canada.ca. Hi, I'm Tom Savage, Kingston songwriter and guitar slinger. There's no denying streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music are super convenient, but remember, they basically don't provide any income for musicians. To support independent music in our local scene, it's up to us as music fans to go that extra mile. Buy physical merchandise, send a donation to show your appreciation. Help feed creativity and help artists pay the rent, because Spotify sure won't cut it. In an effort to acknowledge the tireless work of restaurants and food service to provide safe dining during the pandemic, the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association has launched the Stand Up for Service campaign. After dining in anywhere across BC, visit bcrfa.com and share your story of the person or business which helped make your experiences welcoming and unique while following the best practices to combat COVID-19. As more and more eating establishments reopen across the province, please remember to bring your good habits with you and be kind. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Well, it's always important to uh, note the funders and the foundations that help out the Cold Snap Festival. So we're just going to name off a few here. We've got the SoCan Foundation, which of course is the artist's rights, their Northern Roots cultural experience. The Government of Canada, the Government of British Columbia, British Columbia Arts Council, the City of Prince George, Prince George Community Foundation, Downtown Prince George, Concept Design, BC Lotteries Corporation, Integris, and Russell Audiovisual, as well as Geo North. And the con- the festival is always looking for partners and sponsorships mm-hmm. so and now that we're seem to be coming into a new life then you know it's just something to really look into and be a part of now one thing i liked hearing from dwight was that they are going to be doing the workshops yes because i mean i've interviewed a number of the artists over the years and almost all of them say they love doing that some of them do it almost like a, a small extra concert. Like some of them will go out to, say, one of the seniors' homes or they'll go into a school and they'll do almost yeah, like a concert. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Hubspace last year, I got to go to David yeah. Francie's songwriting. And okay, oh my yeah. gosh, he's, he won the John Le- This gentleman yeah. won the so- John Lennon Songwriting yeah. Award. So it was very, very yeah. wonderful. The one thing I, I'm guessing we don't have happening this year, and I'm not surprised at all, is they usually have the two evenings with, uh, like, the local talent. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I, and I think it's just rolled all into one this well, year. And though. I think, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that was always, like, you know, it was three or four acts a night. Mm-hmm. And I know the one year I was actually the host. Strangely enough, they didn't ask me back the following year. <laughs> they but, didn't um, need to. <laughs> I was the host, and it was down at the Legion, and the place was packed. Yes. And I'm thinking, okay, I can see why they're not going to do that. A, just the logistics to some extent of having three or four different acts. Changing on stage and the yeah. closeness and yeah, everything of it. Because you've got to wipe down the mic stands and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, like even with two acts, I would suspect 
there will be a slightly longer than normal intermission. Yeah, that could be too. Well, hopefully not. Um, I'm hoping maybe what we should do is line them up with some backup music to put in there between the shows or whatever. Well, the other possibility would be, and this would be a, I don't know if they've got this on sort of their back burner, if you will, if the order is no we can't have any audiences so it's going to just be free live streamed mm-hmm. well then would they be able to possibly say okay Bring the first in act Thursday night is going to be at venue A the second act is going to be at venue B oh who knows how they're doing that because I guess because then you wouldn't need to have an intermission because venue B is already cleaned and then while venue B is being used you're cleaning venue A and getting it ready for the next day yeah, yeah, the logistics of it, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. But, but you know, obviously, if you've got an audience, you can't really do that because you can't expect the audience to go from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah. One thing I've noticed about the festival over the years is that it's kind of an evolution, and sometimes they have late, late, uh, late sign-ins, and, yes. and they add different things. So, as you said, with uh, Dr. Henry coming out with some new, hopefully new protocols for us, because we've yeah. all behaved ourselves. Yes, um, we, we will be in a favorable position to have more acts, more people and do more things with it. It will be interesting to see what the numbers are over the next few days. That's going to be the determining factor. Mm -hmm. Because if you go by the numbers, right around Christmas, they weren't good. Yeah. But it does seem to have been tapering off a little bit. But now... We get New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I, th- I think we had a pretty calm New Year's, though. Uh, did you hear anything from your connections at uh, the Drive at Home Safe people? They, You know well, some folks around there. They didn't have too many problems with people being we, out and about we and drinking. Didn't, we couldn't do Operation no, no, Red rea- this year at all. Yeah, I yeah, realize so. that. But uh, yeah. as far as, have you heard any news? I don't know, it, no. I haven't heard too much about the excessive amount of people. Being, I heard no, like 11 people got pulled over okay. in the counterattack, and that's like yeah, lost their license. Yeah. And that's really low. I know the one thing that had some people upset, and I can sort of understand it, but at the same time, it's like they don't grow up, was some people were upset that it was December the 30th when Dr. Bonnie Henry made the announcement that liquor sales were going to be shut off at 8 p.m. Yeah. on New Year's Eve. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, well, she's doing this the day before. Well, yeah, what was the idea? You'd figure on going out and starting your drinking at 7 and then drinking until midnight? <laughs> the, the lineups at the liquor store oh. were probably huge. But, you know, a lot of people just aren't quite drinking as much there oh. now. So that's and really nice. Again, I haven't heard anything about any big parties that the RCMP had to break up over New Year's or anything like that. No, so that's not, good. In, not in BC anyways. I saw no, well, one especially on not in, in well, Quebec that no. was quite horrible. Six yeah. people in a family home. The one guy just... Yeah. Well, that again, was terrible. Though, especially nothing in Prince George. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was good to hear. Yeah. Um, on I our did backs. hear a lot of on New Year's Eve was fireworks. <laughs> I think that yeah. was partly to do with the promotion that they had going on, was it not? There was uh, fundraising well, efforts going on. Well, they were supposed to set them off at 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, right, okay, sure. They set a bunch <laughs> off at 9 o'clock. Those, those kind of lasted until we 11. They stopped for a while, and then at least in my area, by 5th and Tabor, they stirred up again about a quarter to 12 and kept going until 12.30. <laughs> yeah. I would have um, saved mine till midnight, too. Sorry, uh, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of going, there. Um, Quick note to pass along. Okay. Uh, Well, actually, two quick notes, both sort of outdoor sports related. Oh, nice. 
The outdoor ice oval is closed again. Oh, a big surprise! It was plus six yesterday. Yeah, big surprise. Thawing, eh? yes. Oh my goodness! And as of today, the Grand Tour of Caledonia is underway out at Otway, where they set a different course each week. Oh, is that the cross country skiing? Yeah, Caledonia. They oh, post okay. it up on their website. You register. I believe it's forty dollars to register. Mm-hmm. To start off with, you get a toque that you can wear. You go anytime you want during the week. Well, when they're open. Right. You ski that course, you just post your time, and they've got prizes each week, but my understanding is the prizes are not based on fastest. It's just they do it like a draw. Out of all the people who completed the course that week, they do a draw, that person wins a prize. Oh, really? So it is more a personal accomplishment <clears throat> thing. Excellent. And maybe you can, you can compare maybe to some of your friends, see who beat who, and then if you do all 12 weeks, you get a... Uh, a finisher's medal. Oh, yeah. So, kind of a neat idea. A good way to do it because you don't have like 60 people out on the course at one time. People can just go out anytime they want during the week. Excellent. Uh, CaledoniaNordic.ca, I believe, is their website. That's where you can register. Um, obviously, you can still register. If you register. If you wait a little bit too long to register, though, you're not going to get onto the first course because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. only up for a week. Yeah. But uh, no. So again, people adjusting to changing situations. Yes, yes. And another thing that I uh, discovered is open year round that I wasn't aware of is the Good Sir Nature Park. Oh, yeah. So you can go out and enjoy yeah. enjoy his work out there yeah, throughout Jim the year a, as well. Jim's got a great thing out, happening out there. Truly, yeah. truly. It's it's kind it's of an interesting... out of town. I, I thought it was way out past almost Hubble Homestead, but it's actually well, just it as is, you're going... No, no, it it's isn't. It's about the same spot. It's no, close to it, Hubble Homestead on the other side of the road. No, it, incorrect. It no. actually is when you're heading up I'm just correct. past yes no, wrong <laughs> i invent my own yeah. language anyhow we got we are wrapping it up it's uh good sir it's right on the hill going up uh by salmon valley yep. there just past the bridge okay so thanks everybody for being on here with me today i'm echo wiley and i had susan scott and dwight wolf on talking about the epiphany and the cold snap music festival thanks for joining me bye for now After 9 is a daily presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Reg Fair, and Nathan Gita, with guest producer Neil Godbu of the Prince George Citizen. Additional contributors include CBC News and the National Campus and Community Radio Association. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. Owned and operated by the Prince George Community Radio Society, you're listening to CFIS-FM Prince George, a not-for-profit community radio station broadcasting with 500 watts of power at 93.1 FM.